Welcome to this week's Mountain Basketball Podcast. I'm glad you're with me and it's time to talk about Colorado basketball. This week I'm going to talk about the women's team, a little bit how the results went last year and kind of what I think they're going to be able to achieve this year. Um, the, probably the biggest challenge the women face this year is they're in a really good conference with some really good teams. Um, that's always challenging because if you're you know, playing on the road and two, three game stretch and you got to play top ranked, you know, nationally ranked teams. That's, that's a tough way to get a W and I'll get into that in a minute. But first I want to start with the non-conference schedule. Um, I like what J.R. Payne's doing here. She's playing some of the Colorado teams. Um, for example, they start the season with Northern Colorado in Boulder and then play Colorado State in Boulder. Um, I, I just never quite understood. There's always been some teams that did not want to play in-state rivalries, and they had reasons for that. For example, Calipari, when he was coaching at Memphis, that he didn't want to play the teams down there. He didn't want to play Tennessee. He didn't want to play you know, Old Miss, Mississippi State, because he thought it gave them a chance to recruit his players out of Memphis meaning that the coach for Tennessee could say, hey, I know you're from Memphis and you'd like to play in front of your family, but if you come here, you're going to play, you know, you, we're going to go play, you're going to have a home and away against your um, team so your family can see you play. I've always thought that's a little bit ridiculous because if you really want to play at home, play at home. And you're going to get, you know, 14, 18, however many home games they have at home. So I, that's always been a ridiculous argument. I'm glad one, Tad Boyle doesn't use that argument, and J.R. Payne's not doing it as well. So the issue is here, Northern Colorado probably shouldn't be too much of a challenge. Um, but Colorado State, you know, I don't dislike many college teams that much, but I always want CU to beat CSU. So, I mean, CU, please beat Colorado State in this game. The last year, they won... By three points, 67 to 70. That was at Colorado State. I think CU is a better team than CSU, and they should win this game. But it, these games are always tight. Same with on the men's side. They're just tight games, and and they're hard to watch uh, if they lose. Um, so moving from there is North Carolina is the third game. This is in Boulder this year. And again, this was another home and away, meaning they play – team twice in two years, once home and one away. Last year was in North Carolina, and they lost this game, but let's dig a little bit deeper into it. First of all, they were up 47-32 to 32 at halftime, and the game went to over. They had a terrible fourth quarter. The game went to overtime, and they lost 6-13. to 13. So I don't really know what happened in that game, but it clearly looks like the wheels came off at the end. But this year, I really think North Carolina is a team – Colorado can beat, especially at home this year. I mean, North Carolina's, you know, blue blood in basketball, but they've been struggling a bit in the women's side. Last year they were fifteen and sixteen overall and four and twelve in the conference. They averaged fifteen point nine turnovers per game, and that is not good if you're kicking the ball out of bounds like that. They and they were outscored by their opponents and they were just not that great of a team. So I think CU should be able to take care of business in this game. And moving on from there, I'm just going to read you some of the other games. They're playing in a tournament in Nevada, so those games aren't announced yet. But they're playing Pepperdine at home, Miami, um, 
away, um, another home and away. They won that game home last year, 67 to 61. So hopefully they can, you know, actually win one on the road this year. And then they finished with four home games with San Jose State, Navy, Prairie View, A&M, and Stanford. Not Stanford, Stanford. And so Colorado had a decent year last year. Um, they were 15 and 16 and 5 and 13 in the conference. And that's what I mean. It's They won most of their non-conference games and then really did not play that well in the, in the conference. And they were just sort of using a, a young team with a few, their best players were older experienced players, but they did rely a lot on junior or freshmen and sophomores. And honestly, it's not going to be that much different this year. They have a lot of young, talented players. So um, the good news is they're older on the ball handling positions. Um, and meaning Kennedy Leonard is the point guard. She's a senior. She's their best player. And so if you're going to be young somewhere, you might want to be young down low and keep your experienced players handling the ball. So that's one thing that has me optimistic about this team. I think they're going to challenge for um, certainly postseason play. I mean, last year they were kind of on the verge of that. They can turn some of these games, these close games they had in the conference last year, and they're looking more at 500 in the conference. They'll be looking at a postseason this year. So I think that would be a good outcome for them. Winning record overall, 500 in the conference, and and looking at a postseason bid. So just to wrap this up, I did want to talk a little bit about what the problem is in the Pac-12. And by problem, I mean there's some really, really good teams. I'm going to start from last to first, meaning that I'm going to end with the, the best team in the Pac-12 and start with the, the fourth best team. And these are... Four teams in the Pac-12 that are ranked in the top 25 going into the season. Starting with UCLA, they were terrific last year. They lost three of their best players, including Jordan Canada. Um, and I went to this game last year in Boulder. It was not close. My daughter was a ball girl at this game. We had a lot of fun. Um, but they're, they're losing a lot of players this year, but they're still going to be very good. Um, so that I think they'll be ranked fourth in the Pac-12 this year. Third is Oregon State. Um, you don't usually see Oregon State ranked in anything in sports, but certainly in um, in women's basketball, they are very good. They made the Elite Eight last year. Um, they had great three-point shooting. They didn't make the most three-point shooters or three-point baskets, but they were ranked number one in efficiency from three-point line. Um, they have an all-American transfer from Maryland who can play this year, 6'9 player from Paraguay. So they're pretty stacked with new players, not just pure freshmen, but new to the team. And so they're going to be battling for a top 10 ranking all year. Then Stanford is the second best team in the Pac-12 this year. They had seven players um, coming back this year that averaged double-digit minutes, which means their team's coming back and they're going to be good as always. Um, I don't always root for, I, I was just talking about how I don't, there's not teams I hate. Um, it's, it's silly to hate a college basketball team, but if I had to, it would be Stanford. Um, they were our major rival and collegiate cycling when I was on the team here at CU and, 
I've just never really been able to get over that. So whenever I see CU playing Stanford, I, I tune in and really hope CU beats them in any sport. And the best team in the Pac-12, and this by best I mean potentially the number one team in the country. Um, you have Notre Dame, UConn, there's other good teams. Um, but Oregon, they are turning themselves into a perennial power in women's basketball. they in need of a little bit of a breakthrough. Um, they had, they made the elite eight the last two years and they get almost everyone back. Um, and they only, only going to have, and get used to this because this year coming in they they're only going to have one senior who played much last year, meaning this, this team this year is only going to have one senior who plays a lot. So get used to seeing Oregon at the top of the tables here. They're going to be very good for a long time. And, so I have my season tickets for women's basketball. I'm going to go to a lot of games, and I, I hope they um, can make a postseason run this year. Again, my prediction for the team is well over 500 overall and a 500 Pac-12 conference record, and I think that would be an outstanding year. So go Buffs. Bang, bang, and away she goes.